This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Welcome to Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passion at Work, Purpose at Play, where we explore how we can integrate our personal values and professional skills to create pleasure and profit in the business of life. I'm your host, Mark Michael Lewis of RationalSpirituality.com, author of Relation Dancing, Consciously Creating What You Really Want in Your Relating, and The Key is in the Darkness, Unlocking the Door to a Spiritual Life. Today, I want to talk about the difference between two central concepts to what it means to live a meaning-filled life, and that is spirituality and religion. And I'd like to talk about what I'm going to call the difference between those two. When people speak about religion or spirituality, they'll often ask the question, who am I really, or what is it that created me, and what is it that I'm a part of? And while these are great questions, I want to ask a slightly different question to start off, and it's this. How is it that we've been so fortunate to be born who we are? It's this question, in all its wonder, that's at the heart of what it means to be human. And I want to suggest that the way we answer this question determines not only our moment-by-moment experience, but the lives that we create for ourselves and others. I also want to suggest that there are two central kinds of answer to this question. The first I call religious, and the second I call spiritual. By learning to recognize the qualities associated with each of these types of answers, we can learn to focus on those answers that create the greatest happiness for ourselves and others in our lives. So let's begin by examining the hand of cards we've been dealt. We have intelligence, sensuality, and the possibility of creativity and love. We have language, technology, philosophy, and the internet. We have the ability to communicate with other human beings to share our deepest emotions and partner towards projects that inspire us with their beauty. In the history of time, space, biological, and cultural evolution, we have won the lottery, each of us. Unfortunately, instead of ecstatically enjoying and creating art with these gifts, we all too often use them to try to prove our value and our worthiness to our parents, our peers, ourselves, or even God. It's as if who we are is on trial, and our every success or failure is evidence that might condemn or vindicate us. I call this the religious view of existence. In this view, we make God in the image of our own shame, and spend our lives trying to fulfill the dictates that we imagine Him to have commanded for us. We think that morality is about being obedient to God's laws, and that these laws require us to sacrifice our happiness here on earth. If we obey God's commandments, we'll be rewarded with heaven after we die. If we disobey, we'll be punished with everlasting hell. We become preoccupied with protecting ourselves from being judged, because the threat of being judged as unworthy is simply too painful to contemplate. In the end, we typically end up avoiding critically examining our own behavior and sometimes even lie to ourselves or others to cover up the immoral 
behaviors that we engage in to try to be happy. In this perspective, our fundamental relationship with existence is ourselves as defendant and some other as judge who can speak the words that will define our ultimate value as a being. Sometimes that other is God. Sometimes it's our parents. Sometimes it's a neighbor or random member of the opposite sex who might reject us as unworthy of their love. But seriously, take a moment and look at this moment of your experience. Notice your capacity to see colors and depth and motions and people, or to hear the sound of your own breathing or the noises in the environment around you, or the harmonies and rhythms of great music, or the feelings of ecstasy or balance and just movement in your own body, or the texture and hardness of the surface that you're on, or the fact that you can understand the words you're saying or any of the infinite aspects of your experience in this very moment. And now, assuming you're not driving, close your eyes and block off your ears and imagine that all of this were taken away from you. Imagine that all there was in every direction was dark, still silence in which you were floating in a sea of nothing. And then imagine that you've been floating in this nothingness for years. Notice how alone, how absolutely bored you would be and how pointless your consciousness would be. And then open your eyes and take in your surroundings once again. As you do, you may begin to recognize what an indescribable gift each moment of your life is, whatever your situation. Life is not a trial, but a gift. Each and every moment is a miracle that we are inalienably blessed to experience. Whether you think human life is the result of God or evolution, it is by any other name divine. I call this the spiritual view of existence. In this view, God becomes not a judge who we must obey in order to avoid being sentenced to a hellish existence, but the highest possible experience of love, joy, and beauty that calls to us and inspires us to enjoy and use the gifts that we've been given to create ever-increasing happiness for ourselves and others. If the question of religion is, what does the God who created everything want for and from us, the question of spirituality might be, what is the nature of consciousness and the world that it perceives and moves through? What is this spirit that infuses everything that we experience? And what leads to its deepest fulfillment? I invite you here and now to pretend as if you've just woken up to realize that your answer to the question, how is it that I've been so fortunate to be born who I am, determines the fundamental character of your life experience. This question is a spiritual question, and you do have an answer to it. So let me ask you, are you curious about what your spiritual perspective is? Not what it should or shouldn't be, or what's the right spiritual perspective, or any of that, but what is your current spiritual perspective as it is? Since it determines not only your happiness, but your productivity, the depth of your relationships, and your overall stress level— isn't that perhaps the most important thing to know about your life? Isn't this a reason to make your spiritual existence, your spiritual life, at the center of your being? P.S. The answer is yes, just in case you were wondering. Because <laughs> when it comes down to it, when you know what your real spiritual perspective is, that's when you'll begin to see how it shapes each moment of your life. And you'll get a new level of choice about the life you're living, 
the feelings that you pursue, the relationships that you build, and the money, mission, and meaning that you spend your life expressing in the world. And that's what this show is all about. I've been your host, Mark Michael Lewis of RationalSpirituality.com, and that brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for listening, and join us next week on Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passion at Work, Purpose at Play, as we offer practical ideas to bring you pleasure and profit in the business of life. For text and transcripts of this show, or to get archives of previous shows, go to www.moneymissionmeaning.com or sign up to automatically receive our show in iTunes or at personallifemedia.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com. 